Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast and thank you for joining us for another episode. We hope you enjoy it and that you learn something of value that can be taken into your everyday life. Please give us a five-star review and any feedback send to ya at championschurch.org.uk. Welcome to another episode of the Young Adult Podcast. Today I am with uh, someone who is very close to my heart, not just only as a person, but also is a family member of mine, Michelle Smith. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Ashley. I'm good. Good. Thank you very much for spending your time uh, to be here um, as we get into some nitty gritty mentorship, coaching, um, how we build ourselves and build others. Um, So yeah, let's crack into it. So uh, Michelle... Again, yeah. again, thank you. You're welcome. Tell me a little bit about yourself. So, tell you a bit about myself. Well, I am 47. I am a, a mom, first and foremost. I've got three beautiful children who are equally challenging and uh, heartwarming. Uh, I'm married to Dan. We've been married for 12 years. Um, and I have had quite an incredible life up until now. Um, including at some point in my life being homeless to having some really incredible jobs um, that really has been a journey of, of teaching and learning at the same time. Um, and I would say I feel blessed beyond measure really. Um, I have quite a senior role right now and I also am the leader for Champions Trust which is originally started out as Champions Kitchen so I have a real heart for people. I'm very passionate and so I'm really excited to talk to you today, Ashley, about mentorship, coaching and how you know we can add value to others, but also take value at the same time um, throughout that journey. There you go. I think we found a new host for the podcast already. <laughs> Look at that for an opening spiel. No, that's great. Thank you. Um, as you say, a journey. Um, we're all on a journey. Uh, hopefully that this podcast and this um, series that we're running in terms of like leadership and business and you know big life decisions uh, helps people on their journey because essentially that is what we are about mm-hmm. um, so you talk about kind of um, holding um, senior positions in in jobs in business etc mm-hmm. what is your current um, role at the minute and I say role because um, a job title doesn't specifically say what you do but no. what is your role as a person in your organisation? No, no, that's fine. I mean, interestingly, actually, my job title probably does say what I do. Oh, but, okay. um, so currently I'm head of IT asset management for HMRC, Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs. I'm not a tax collector. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Get off the podcast. We're done. <laughs> so my role is to ensure that all the IT equipment um, throughout HMRC, so all the laptops, the servers, the software, the licensing, all those things that, that cost a lot of money, and of course it's taxpayers' money, um, are used effectively, that we're compliant to contracts and um, that we understand the financial benefits, but also that they are compliant for the for the IT strategy of HMRC and the business um, that serves the government. So yeah, that's my role. Pretty important then. Well, it has its, <laughs> has its uh, value, yes. <laughs> Are you in very in uh, many different forms? Yeah. So, do you have a, a team that report into you? Mm-hmm. I do. I have a, I have a team, a, a wonderful team uh, of specialists. I have people that are 
uh, specialists in their field that mm-hmm. absolutely bedazzle me every day um, <laughs> because I've no idea what they're talking about. Um, I have software licensing specialists that really understand contracts and procurement and purchasing, commercial um, acumen. Um, I have people that understand patching, so you know you've got the latest versions of things on your computer. Mm-hmm. Um, we we make sure that we are not susceptible to security attacks. Kind of obviously HMRC oh, wow. is important to keep yeah. safe. So so bit. yeah, all these incredible people, people that do data for me, uh, data modelling, so analysis and things like that. Um, an incredible team, like a little work family. I like to think. I like that. <laughs> I do like that. So yeah. I suppose within that family as well, there's many different. Um, Skills like you've mentioned, but different uh, personalities. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you could see yeah. Michelle's face when I said that. If anyone's listening from Michelle's um, place of work, um, don't come running to me. No, definitely different different types of people. Um, and I think that's it's really interesting. I've, I've always found that about people, not just this role, um, but any roles that I've ever had. I think the first um, most important thing uh, for me to do as a leader, but really as a person is to understand those people. Um, because I, I, I love the fact that you've got to connect with people at a level that suits them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you don't understand what makes that person tick, mm-hmm. if you don't understand what their values are, yeah. uh, where they're coming from, and they don't understand you, mm-hmm. y- y- you're really not going to get very far. No, so, yeah. it becomes very transactional. Then, yeah, it? really. So what do you do then to build those relationships? Very good question. (laughs) Um, I mean, I always start at the beginning. When I take on new teams of of any sort, really, um, I always kind of have a little patter. And and that hasn't really changed through the years. You know, probably I've been really fortunate in in, in leadership roles for, for, gosh, probably 30 years now, which which makes me feel 110. But nevertheless, (laughs) um, and I think I always kind of say the same, you know, let, let's start with 100% trust. Yep. So, so I don't know you, you don't know me. I'm asking you to trust me. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to trust you. I like that. Um, and then, you know, if things break down, we, we've only got ourselves to sort of blame. Mm-hmm. But equally, we've only got ourselves that, that can solve that. Okay. Um, and build on that. So that that's one thing I always say. Mm-hmm. Um, and do and you, sorry, do you have that conversation with that person? Yes, yeah, okay, I absolutely have cool. that conversation. Yeah. Um, both with them as, as individuals and as a team. Yeah. Because I think it's really important that everybody gets the same sort of message as like well. That. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then as individuals, I like to take that time mm-hmm. to kind of understand them, find out what their family background is, you know, um, their hobbies, their talents, what, what really upsets them. Okay. Um, and it's quite unusual that you build a team from scratch. So yeah. quite often they've been in a role for a while. Okay. Um, so it's understanding what parts of that role they love. Yeah. What they don't love. Um, and understanding that. And you know, not everybody wants to stay when a new leader comes along. Okay. Um, and it's accepting that as well. Yeah. Uh, I think from a personal perspective, it's accepting that actually not everybody's going to love you. Okay. Yeah. Um, and. And in fact, some people will respect you, but not love you. Okay. And some people will love you and not respect you. Yeah, yeah, that's um, interesting. So, so there's a real balance. I always say with people, it's the highest highs and the lowest lows yeah. of, of you know, your life, really, mm-hmm. in, in terms of the joy you get when something's really successful through the team yeah. and the lows you get when it sort of falls apart. Wow, mm, there yeah. you go. We could end <laughs> the podcast right now. We've got value. That's <laughs> no, great. Um, so... Within that team, um, you have many 
different personalities, emotions running. Obviously, people will have challenges, whether that be at work or in the home place. Yeah. Is there any... Um, so, obviously, you mentioned trust then. Is there anything else which you would, um, as a, like a touch of word to that in terms of... Is there anything that you think that you would need to be prepared for? So is there like a word what you would attach to leadership within that setting mm. that, you know, trust is one, mm. is there any more? Yeah, definitely. Um, s- some of the words that I would use, and they're not always easy to to hold yourself accountable for, but I always, and in fact even today, have talked about integrity, okay, honesty, Mm-hmm. Um, honesty is a big one really it's it's so important if you you know are saying things to your team are expecting things of people yeah. you have to hold yourself accountable to to those very things to those very things absolutely yeah. so you know genuinely sometimes I'm having a bad day I'm, I'm struggling it's not going well we all have them um, we all have them um, you know, today, in fact, I made a little bit of a monumental error in, a, in an email I sent to somebody asking for some funding. Um, it was a beautiful email. I'd spent a while <laughs> on it. <laughs> and I asked for a certain amount of money and forgot to put the uh, the all-important K at the end of it. So essentially, I was asking them for a few hundred. <laughs> really, I was asking them for more like half a million. So, but, but what was really important is I had a meeting with my team after. We were talking about training and, and what, where people wanted to go. Yeah. And in that meeting... I discussed the fact that I, I was not flawless yeah. and that, oh, guess what I've just done. Yeah, yeah. Um, because what happens is it allows them to make mistakes. 100%. And that's really important. I like that. Because, you know, if people feel they can make mistakes, mm-hmm. they're more likely to take risks. Yeah. If they take risks, they're growing. Yeah. They're not just growing for you, they're growing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the, the kind of circle of our influence grows not just as individuals yeah um but also as a team mm-hmm. you know so so people can look at me and feel hopefully they tell me they do whether, <laughs> whether they're telling me the truth uh, can look at me and feel you know that there's a person that can rely on yeah um but then you are a real person at the same time that's right that i'm a mm. real person and you know today guys I'm, I'm really not on the ball because this has happened in my life yeah or, yeah I'm trying to homeschool or yeah um you know or, or genuinely I've just had a bad night's sleep yeah, or anything whatever it might be you know so it's it's giving people permission mm-hmm. to fail is really as important as su- supporting them to succeed I think yeah because you would rather have them go for something and it not quite work out absolutely versus a person that sits there and does the hear me right nine five and goes home absolutely. not saying there's anything wrong with that but in yeah. that kind of aspect of attitude definitely of going for it and then actually yeah, it didn't work out, but they've grown. They might have, you know, stumbled across something within the workplace which was actually beneficial for you guys, which you hadn't thought about before and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. I like that. That's right. I think the, the other thing I'd say about that, and you you just touched on it there, Ash, was, um, you know, in that honesty sphere. So it's good to make mistakes, but it's really important to share those mistakes. Okay. So, you know... I said earlier, I say to anybody that I'm about to lead or, or the team I'm taking over, that I'll say, look, you know, nothing's set in stone, yeah. so we'll try things. If they don't work, you know, mm-hmm. go with me. Yeah, Let's yeah. try them. If they don't work, they don't work. We can change them. Mm-hmm. Um, I say, I trust you. You trust me. Yeah. But I also say, as part of that trust, as part of that honesty, you know, when things don't go wrong, d- don't let me find out. 
Okay, C- yeah. Come to me. Mm-hmm. I will 110% support you in getting it right. We can work together. Yeah. But if you leave me in the dark, yeah. you know, and, and I'm coming along, um, you know, with my senior management and <laughs> suddenly something is collapsing and I'm unaware of it, then I'm probably not going to be too, too, too pleased about that. Yeah. So it really is about that bond, that honesty, that trust. Yeah. Um, you know, all, all the way through. And also because as you're honest with people, they get to know you and then they can second guess you. Yeah. They can think when you're not there. Yeah. I think that's a really important thing um, from a leadership point of view that I shouldn't have to be there for that team to work like a well-oiled machine okay. because if you're a good leader, the team will work like that and that is because they know how to behave. They know what's appropriate. Yeah, and then they know what their job is in the bigger scheme of things. That's right. Yeah. As I might say in my life, you know, what would Jesus do if I'm, if I'm feeling like... Um, I've got to make a, a moral a moral question or judgment, you know, because obviously, you know, I, I, I believe in God and the, my faith is really important to me. Mm-hmm. Equally, you know, in my team, and I'm not by any means relating myself to Jesus, but they would say, you know, <laughs> what would Michelle do yeah, um, yeah. in that situation? Yeah, so no, they can that. make an educated yeah. kind of it's the, same, it's the same principle in terms of like yeah. a leader. Yes. And, and knowing, you know, what's the best thing and if... if, if Michelle's not here. How do we move the ship forward? Definitely. How, how do we react? How do we respond? Or do we not? And we kind of wait for you yeah. for counsel and stuff like that. And that's okay. Yeah. But at least they're as prepared as they could be. And I suppose what you were saying before in terms of if you're kept in the dark, you can't defend your team. You can't understand no. what their intentions were, what their actions were. That's right. But if they keep communicating to you and being honest mm-hmm. and saying, look, we tried this, it didn't work, it's going to fall apart in 10 days' time, yeah, that's it. then you can prevent it falling apart yeah. or have a different perspective or allow it to fall apart but with them. Yeah. And then you're one of them, you're not a leader as such. You're all in this together. Mm. Yeah, I do say that. I say it's a really interesting uh, point of view, that actually, because I may be the leader, but I am only one cog in the team. Yeah. It's, I'm not, I am not the cog. Mm-hmm. I don't work. The team doesn't work just with me. Mm-hmm. You know, it only works if we all play our part. And that doesn't matter what role you've got. Yeah. You know. I like that. So then from um, your leadership, so I just want to touch on, because you mentioned um, in kind of like the intro about um, Champions Trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Couldn't make that mistake on this podcast then, could I? <laughs> um, how does leadership differ for those people mm-hmm. versus kind of a work environment so obviously they are volunteers mm-hmm. they are you know their um value is time that yes. they are giving up absolutely where work is a bit different yes you're giving up time but you are getting a wage at the <laughs> end at the end of the week or the month or whatever yeah so how does it differ in terms of the way that you would articulate yourself or what you expect mm-hmm. from those mm-hmm. um so yes some some of the um, the ways in which I may lead will differ. So, for example, um, at work, there's an expectation, and there's an expectation because that's what they've signed up for, that's contractual, that's their role, that's what they've decided to do. Volunteering, you know, people aren't signed up for life. They come, you hope, because their heart is to serve in that way. Okay. Um, so the way in which I manage them as people or lead them as people or talk to them engage with them it isn't isn't that different okay. because relationships they're at the core of it all um 
you know, when I talk to my volunteers from Champions Trust and what an amazing bunch they are, shout out to those volunteers. <laughs> when, I, when I talk to them, I'm always really open and honest. I, I obviously encourage them to be part of the team, to talk to me if there's issues and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I communicate via WhatsApp with them. We have a group. I try to send them something encouraging and a thought-provoking thing every week okay. to kind of encourage them as people, their souls, to understand the the true meaning of what they're doing. Yeah. So, um, you know, somebody might come and, and deliver a bag of food to somebody, but it's much more than that. Yeah. It's a physical connection and it's, you know, that person that we're delivering to might not have seen anyone for a week. So it's helping them understand their value. Okay. I would do that at work. It's just a different value. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and also with the volunteers, I'm always checking in to make sure that their heart's still in it. Mm-hmm. Um, although you do do that at work, it's a different conversation. If your heart's not in it, how can we help you get where to where you want to get to career-wise? Yeah, yeah. If your heart's not in serving, particularly like Champions Trust, yeah. where might your heart be for serving? Um, you know, And it is a slightly different conversation. Mm-hmm. But I still think I hold them to account. Okay, yeah. Because there is an expectation, a way that we want to present things. I mean, for the trust, I feel, and I always feel this about myself really, but we're representing God. Yeah. Um, and that's really important. Yeah. So we shouldn't be shoddy. Mm-hmm. You know, like if we were going to, um, if I was going to a board meeting mm-hmm. and I was going to be with the, the COO and the, the CF, you know, the, the chief finance officers. The and big chiefs. The big chiefs, yeah. <laughs> if, I was, if I was going to the board meeting to present, which, you know, it does happen, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go in my jeans and my hoodie with a, a hole in the elbow. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't go in my pyjama bottoms. I would go in my, in my smart business attire. Yeah. I would go prepared. Yeah. Because that impression is everything. Likewise with, with serving. Yeah. You know, it's important that we wear our community trust hoodies so that people recognise what the value is and who we are. Yeah, yeah. It's important that we're smiling. It's important that we leave our day at the door mm-hmm. because people that we're serving in that have already had a day. Yeah, They're probably yeah. having a week and a year of it, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. So there are expectations. Um, but I'm always really open with them to say... If, you, if it's too much for you to serve every week, serve every other week. Yeah, and that's okay. But talk to me about it. Yeah, yeah, If you need a break, that's okay. Yeah. Talk to me about it. Tell me. Um, but, but again, as I say, I would do that with work too. Yeah. You know. If someone's having a bit of a, a tough day and they're just like, oh, I just need an hour. That's, that's right. As long as they tell you. And I suppose it's that thing about like darkness again in terms of like, if they go offline for an hour and you don't know where they are, it. then it's like, okay, where are they? And you then start asking questions and it's mm. then that trust that starts mm. at 100% mm. could diminish. Not saying it would straight away, but it could, or Definitely. at least could chink. Definitely. Versus where if they tell you and they just go like, look, Michelle, I'm struggling or mm-hmm. I need half a day or mm-hmm. this is going on, then at least you can understand. Definitely. Yeah. Some, some of the most amazing friends I've got in my life actually started as people that have worked for me. Okay. Um, and have followed me, sadly, from job to job. Um, Are you paying them? <laughs> yeah, well, um, but, but what's really interesting about that is the the, the message, the thread that I always get from them is the same, which is, actually, you cared when my father was ill. Okay. Or you cared when um, my daughter was taken sick. Or you cared when, actually, I was trying to move house and, you know, I'm autistic and it was a lot for me to take on board. And yeah. you understood that. You took the time to research what that meant to me. And, yeah, yeah. and all of those things, what they actually mean in the end is, 
those people really work twice as hard for me. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, it is like a bank account. It's credits and debits. Yeah, like this. And, you know, you, you, you can't take from something you haven't put into. Yes. Um, so, so from a leadership perspective, I've got to build those relationships yeah. in order to be able to influence people. Okay, Because yeah. nobody's going to listen to me if you don't care about yeah. what I care about. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, so that's really valuable for the trust because people know that that's my heart. They know that I've lived, I was homeless, this really means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been there. What saved me was people that cared yeah. enough to, to help me. And I want to do that. I want to give that back. Yeah. People know that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. At work, people know that people are really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll take time out of my day. It's manic, but I will take time out of my day because and to give you the time because you're important. Yeah. Um, there's and no point saying people are important and then not making time for them. Yeah, so. and like you say, it's that debit and credits thing, isn't it? Definitely. That's a really good analogy because mm. yeah, you you have to give to get back, and you don't you don't give to get back. No. But if you've got a fluid, open, transparent, whatever the word might be to to anyone's uh, mm. circumstance, um, if you've got that relationship then it's okay definitely yeah it's definitely okay i think another thing i, I, I really would like to, to say ash i guess is that go for it what, what i think is really important is to be humble um you're a leader people need a leader we all need a leader at some point in some way in our lives yeah be that morally be that physically okay. whatever that might be yeah um you know, for me, it, it's it's the place where the accountability stops. So people have great ideas, mm-hmm. but they need somebody to encourage them for that to become a reality and for them to be able to grow in that. What I have found really important is I need to be humble because I can learn too. Yeah, it's absolutely. not the credits debits is important in terms of that working relationship for me. Yeah, but equally. I can gain from their knowledge, their expertise, their suggestions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's best, you know, to sort of keep your mouth shut for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Two ears, one mouth. That's right. And reflect. I, I mean, I recently did did a quarterly review um, with somebody on my team. And um, they challenged me. Um, not particularly eloquently, <laughs> um, but but to say you know kind of well what have you done for me sort of okay. um, sort of attitude wow. and and it took me aback a little bit. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's, it's not what you'd expect. Quite a new team to me, so so <laughs> I sort of um, bit my tongue because actually when I was younger my attitude probably would have been how dare you. Okay, yeah. But what I've learned over the years is that doesn't help anybody. No. Even if even if that was my initial feeling um to keep my mouth shut and just think okay how can i answer it where are you coming from Mm -hmm. Um, and actually what happened was i understood where i understood where they were coming from Mm -hmm. um and even though i think they have a part to play in that in that uh you know well ask me if you need me kind of thing as well um what what it meant was that they felt heard okay yeah okay so irrespective of my personal feeling they felt heard, and as a consequence, that relationship strengthened. Absolutely, yeah, because yeah. I wasn't too big for my boots. Yeah, you know, and I wasn't too clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I don't think you know you're ever ever too experienced to learn more experience. Not hundred percent. You know, 100%. so 
I, I remember being very new in leadership, probably, I, I don't know, 20, 20-odd. 20 <laughs> and um, I, I was the um, head of the call centre for the, for the AA. Okay. Um, and because I was so young, and I was the youngest that they'd ever had, I felt like I was a bit clever, really. Got a bit of a chip on my shoulder, oh, you know, go. kind of... Uh, Here she is. <laughs> She's here. <laughs> and, uh, but, but even through all of those mistakes I made, I learnt a lot. And one thing I learnt was, don't come along and say you've got 20 years' experience if you've been using one year's experience for 20 years. Ooh, okay? there there's, there's a nugget. There's a nugget for you. Come on. Every year, if, if you want to say you've got 20 years' experience, make sure you've learnt something new every year. Yeah. Because like otherwise you haven't got 20 years experience, you've got one year you've been regurgitating, mm. you know. So so that's really important and you can't do that without listening to people that are younger te- younger than you, listening to people that are older than you. Better you than know. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Stretch you, challenge you, sharpen you yeah. all the time. Put you under pressure. Definitely. And even though it's uncomfortable, mm. you, you know that you can get through it and you're going to learn from it, but it, as much as it's uncomfortable, you're going to have to just get on with it. Absolutely. Don't surround yourself, I would really say, don't just surround yourself with people that are like-minded. Okay, yeah. You know, do make sure that you've got people that will hold you accountable, that are really almost the negative (laughs) of your own personality. Okay, yeah. Because because that will stretch and shape you. Yeah. You know. You you can become very blinkered, can't you? Definitely. So, like, if you have a friendship group or a work group that all have the same opinion... You become very kind of one-tracked and then it's kind of your way or the highway without actually listening to others and getting different perspectives, different insights, which actually are really important mm. to get into the best destination mm. as, a, as a group. Mm. And essentially, if everyone's pulling the right way but everyone has a different perspective or point of view, that's okay. Absolutely. You can't coach, mentor, support people, you know, unless you're willing yourself to be mentored coached supported yeah so you know you have to always start by looking in the mirror mm-hmm. to make sure that you are humble that you are true to your moral values yeah um and that you know you're you're really trying to not to be without question who you say you are mm-hmm. so that people trust you and buy into you and therefore you become a person that they want to align to and and you know, be shaped by or supported by or Respect, challenged by. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when you have someone on your team um, who's new, fresh, so we talk about like kind of building relationships and it starts at trust, etc. Mm-hmm. If you're going through a challenging time and someone's um, not been maybe the <laughs> ideal person, how do you start that conversation? Because I'm sure once it gets going, you know, you get a bit of openness, you get a bit of conversation, and then you get yourself a bit more understanding and likewise the other way around mm. how do you face into that you see it's tough okay because when we build relationships with people and it's inherent i think as human beings that we want people to like us we don't go out of our way do we for people to dislike us yeah you don't think oh wouldn't it be great you know if everyone disliked me? <laughs> you don't you, you 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 know you really you want to people to like you and to respect you and and that's wonderful but sometimes there is a boundary okay between being friendly and friendship um and sometimes at work that can be a difficult thing okay so i would definitely 
always suggest that you bear that in mind as you're building your team and your relationship and your rapport because when those difficult conversations come up yeah which they will it makes it very difficult if it's your mate down the pub or your mate that you know at the gym or whatever it makes it more difficult um but I would always start those conversations. Honest is the word again, really, okay. Ash, because, in fact, <laughs> they're constant. If you're going to be an honest, um, open person that wants to help people improve, you've got to be open and honest. Yeah. Um, and so you need to start that conversation with, I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's really important. <laughs> you might not like what I'm going to say, but I just want you to hear me yeah. and understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. I'm, I'm wanting to talk to you because I'm bothered about you I would like you to grow. I want you to be the best you you can be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're, you're sandwiching that conversation with your intent. Yeah. It's not just about giving them a rollicking because something hasn't gone right. Yeah. It's understanding. So I would talk to them about the subject. You know, this has happened. And I really want to understand why. Mm-hmm. Help me understand why. What were you thinking? You know, was what was going on for you? That kind of conversation. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, if somebody just has got a bad attitude, mm-hmm. you need to address it. Yeah. These behaviours aren't really what I'd like to see. This is how it makes me feel. This is how it makes others feel. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you feel? You know, and how would you feel if it, you know, play it back to them. How would you feel if it was to you, done to you or whatever? That's the thing. So it's really important in coaching. I often hear people asking for feedback and I can honestly say 90% of my career has, has seen ineffectual feedback. Okay. Because people are afraid to say really what they think. Yeah. Yet my advice to that would be, you are doing a person a disservice. If you're not actually being completely honest. You've all got that person at work, or college, or, sc- or school, or uni, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That person that gets on everybody's nerves mm-hmm. might even be you. Oh, that per- might be me. You took my joke away now. <laughs> or, you know, a-, a person that kind of acts in a certain way that really aggravates people. But yeah. who has told them? Yeah. Who has given them chance to change, you know, or yeah. to be different, or to understand? Because if somebody, if I was doing something that absolutely aggravated somebody... And yet nobody had told me, you are, you are literally kind of crushing my future. Yeah. You know, you, you are not giving me the ability to change or the opportunity rather to change. That's it, isn't it? So honest coaching, honest feedback, it's really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. There we go. <laughs> and then in that um, list of things that you mentioned in terms of like coaching and the one that I want to play is mentorship. Yeah. How would um, you approach mentoring? Or, I know that you're like very passionate about that um, word and that subject. Mm. So, uh, yeah, let's delve into that a little bit deeper. Okay. So, for me, mentoring is really important. Um, but mentoring isn't just kind of a one-strand... Um, it doesn't just have one strand to it. It has many facets, many elements. Okay. Um, I mean, it's easier if I talk from an example point of view, I think. Okay. I mean, I've mentored lots of people... Um, and being mentored by lots of people. And I think it's really important when you're choosing a mentor to understand that that's what you're doing, mm-hmm. choosing a mentor, somebody that you are going to be absolutely open with yeah. so that they can genuinely... You're giving them permission. Okay. Okay, in, in mentorship. You're giving them permission mm-hmm. to really challenge 
uh, your attitude, your behaviour, you. your thought process. Yeah, your very being. Who, who you are. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you're giving them permission to go on what can be a painful journey mm-hmm. um, because, you know, often it's about sort of um, being accountable, responsible and really open to some of the truths about yourself that you, you perhaps not wanted to go go into. Yeah. Um, and so equally, when I'm mentoring somebody, I want to talk to them about how open and ready for that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm going to mentor you, this is the perspective I'm coming from. Okay. Um, I mean, I've mentored people in different ways. Yeah. So from a working perspective, it might be understanding their career path. It might be understanding things within their lives that hinder that. Mm-hmm. It might be understanding things in their lives that um, are the core reason why they want that success. So, for example, I've mentored people who um, have struggled financially. Okay. Um, and so part of their career path is because they want a better salary. Yeah. That's fine. Everybody has their own reasons for different things. Yeah, yeah. Some are financially motivated. Some are um, success and award motivated. It, okay. it, you know, yeah. understanding people's motivation mm-hmm. is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have turned away people um, that have wanted me to mentor them because I don't think they're ready. Okay. Or I don't think I'm the right mentor. Yeah, for okay, them yeah. so that's really important too because it can be flattering yeah, yeah if absolutely. somebody comes to you and says oh you know michelle I, you know i've seen you do this or that and would you be my mentor and you think oh that's you know <laughs> fancy that yeah, and, yeah. but reality is if you can't add value to that person don't don't do it like that don't take it on um so you've got to start with that that building of that relationship again but it's a it's a it's a different depth okay Okay, so it's an understanding. You might even go as far. Um, I've mentored uh, teenagers who are, have got difficulties in relationships and all sorts. And, yeah. um, you know, you might be going as far as to, to understand the intricacies of, of their marital relationship okay. or their um, parental relationships or things that have happened in their, in their past that are difficult for them to talk about Mm -hmm. that create a picture of who they are and how you can help them find freedom from past to future and and all those kind of things so it's very personal yeah i think mentoring and coaching is very personal Mm -hmm. Um, and i think it's a privilege and an honor and therefore you you've got to take it seriously absolutely and so that's how you have to you have to do that that boundary conversation Mm -hmm about you're going to talk to me about things and I'm and you're going to trust me that that word again you're going to trust me um and I'm not going to discuss what we talk about yeah um, for me I always say something um along the lines of unless I feel it's going to be of harm to you yeah um or, or harm to others yeah and then I'm going to pre-warn you but I am going to seek advice and help Get you. um and that's really important too because people have to know that they can trust yeah, you with they... with their depths of secret and visibility of it, don't they? That's it. And I, I also often share a, a bit of me so they feel comfortable in that as well. So I've got to mentor the right people too. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you've got to you've got to build that that honour between you. I like that. You know. But I think it's a, a journey. Mentoring is a journey. It's a privilege. I always feel that I want the, the, the people I'm mentoring or coaching, I want to see them flourish. If it's in a work environment, I always say, you know, something like, I can't wait until I'm coming to you for an interview. <laughs> you know, I want them to feel, you know, held in high esteem. Yeah, yeah. And that I believe in them. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and then, you know, you find that it does bring out the best in people because they're feeling like somebody's their champion. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really key. It's the way that you make them feel. Yeah. And like you've, you've mentioned that word a couple of times in terms of feeling. Yeah. But someone, and I've, I've seen this before, uh, it's a bit cliche, but people might not remember what you say, but mm. they remember how you, they made you feel. Mm. And that feeling of trust, you know, or a relationship which, you know, is deep to the core mm. or that you have my best interests interest at heart mm. is something that everybody wants and values. Yeah. And then another one, which another word that you've uh, mentioned throughout is people. Mm. And people, uh, Adam mentioned it in his uh, episode one of the Young Adult podcast in terms of um, they are the greatest reward, but they're the biggest he didn't say this, but pain in the bum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they can um, though, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, people have up and down days. You will have up and down days as a leader. Mm. Um, but it's understanding that person and then in a mentor position, really getting to grips with who they are, where they want to get to, and also understanding your own mm. strengths and weaknesses. Mm, definitely. And if you can't give them value mm. or can't give them, not especially what they need, but what is good for them, yeah. then you've got to be okay to say, Thank you. Yeah, I'm not the right person. But I'm not the right person. That's but it. then you can see who is the right person. Mm, definitely, definitely. And that, that is important. That's what I say. Don't be flattered. Yeah. Be honourable, mm-hmm. you know, to, to that person. Because otherwise you're doing them a disservice. Yeah. I mean, I mean I've had some amazing experiences in my life, genuinely. Here's and, one of them. Been on the this, this, podcast. I mean, this is the, this is the ultimate experience, that, you know. <laughs> what you didn't realise is that your whole working career... <laughs> has been for this it moment been for, this for the Young Adult Podcast thank you Ashley for the opportunity <laughs> no you're absolutely right no honestly it's a privilege um, but but you know I, as part of my experiences you know I've, I've been invited to be um, a speaker at conferences that people have had to pay to hear me so think about how lucky you are now Ashley <laughs> no, people have had to pay you know to hear me speak on things like strategy or stakeholder management and things like that, yeah. it always comes down to the same thing. It yeah. always comes down to you've got resources at your fingertips. You've got technology. You've got finance. Yeah. You know, you've know, you got um, information. You've got people. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the other things are really within your control yeah. because you can um, decide on the technology and if it doesn't work, throw it out. You can look at the information and make decisions and, again, discard it. Yeah. Uh, you know, finances, you spend them, you save, you cut... that. You do. You, people are who they are. Yeah. Okay? Um, but they are your most valuable asset. Amen. Um, you know, and we create it that way, mm-hmm. you know, to be that value within society. Um, and that's, I guess, you know, where my love of people comes from. It's holistic... It isn't just as an employee. Mm-hmm. It isn't just as a friend. I, I, I mean, I joke. I, um, I've got a friend and she used to call me the wise one. <laughs> and wise I used or to, wild? I, yeah, a bit of both probably. <laughs> but, but that was, you know, that was born and really kind of early years, born from the fact that she could come to me with something and always get an honest response. Yeah. Or I would always say to her, well, I hear what you're saying, but have you thought of this? Yeah. Um, give another perspective, mm-hmm. and I think if you can have that open dialogue with anybody, yeah, then it, then it you know it, it grows that relationship and it grows not just yourself mm-hmm. actually, but it really helps them to grow, challenges their thoughts, yeah. challenges their uh, their processes, yeah. 
and it very uh, keenly ties into as we're all aspiring to be the best people that we can be. Absolutely. And, and you know, that's the thing. Nobody comes to work. Nobody volunteers. Nobody, you know, gets up out of bed in the morning to be the worst person they can be. Yeah. They don't think, today, I think I'm going to be as bad as I am. You know? <laughs> Everybody, you know, people come to work. They don't come to work thinking, I'll do a bad job. Yeah. They don't come volunteering thinking, I'll go and volunteer there, but I, I really, I, but I hate it. I'm going to make a big mess of it all. Yeah. So, you know, it's helping people make sure they're in the right place. Yeah. That their value is in the right place where the value's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, like you say, it's being the best you can be mm-hmm. so that others have permission and can be the best they can be. Yeah. You know. Love yeah. that. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Some absolute golden nuggets. Michelle, thank you very much for your time. Pleasure. Sis, thank you. <laughs> be a bit more relaxed now. Yeah, that's it. No, thank you very much for honesty, for your um, insight, as you have more than one year's experience in this. I'm joking. <laughs> no, thank you. It's been great. I've definitely learned something from it. I hope people who are listening to this um, can take it away. Um, as ever, please send any um, feedback, suggestions, anything. Interact yeah. with us. Yes. We are people at the yes. end of the email address. <laughs> so send them to ya at championschurch.org.uk. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love just, well, we just love people. But yeah. yeah, thank you very much for tuning in and we'll see you soon. Take care.